2: and Kylie. It is BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Very happy to go out to the Brown and Kruppin celebrity line right now. Baseball writer for The Athletic, Eno Saras, joining us here on the show. For my money, I'm not sure there's anybody that writes better about pitching in the game of baseball than Eno Saras. Eno, thanks so much for the time today, man. How you doing?
0: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on.
2: Absolutely. So we've got a lot of pitching questions right about now <laughs> in St. Louis, Eno. Um, let's start with Miles Michaelis, who Last year, had the forearm flexor tendon surgery. This year, came back to spring training, and it was like, you know, not feeling great. A little bit of, I think they called it a barking shoulder at first, and they kept pushing things back and pushing things back, and then finally yesterday, we got the official word he's going to have some imaging done on his shoulder to find out if there's anything structurally wrong there. We don't know the specifics about Miles Michaelis, and I wouldn't ask you for them because none of us know, frankly, but when you look at a guy that had that forearm flexor tendon issue and now has a shoulder issue in general, how much of a concern would this be to you?
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a problem. I mean, uh, you talk about, um, the kinetic chain, uh, that starts, uh, with your lower half and ends with your hand. That's the, the sort of the process of creating velocity or creating uh, you know, pitching, um, when you see an injury kind of creep up the kinetic chain and kind of go from the forearm up to the shoulder, um, that's a problem. And just, just in general, uh, shoulders are, are just a mess. You know, comebacks from shoulder surgery are much much harder than they are from elbows. So I, I hope there's nothing big there. Uh, but just the fact that there's already an MRI, I would expect them to miss some time.
1: So, you know, I'm curious because I think going into the season before the news of Miles Michael is a lot of people were, were high on this Cardinals rotation and pitching staff in general. But now with this news, where do you place a Cardinals rotation in terms of just their pitching and their pitching depth in Major League Baseball?
0: Yeah, um, I I think it's, uh, it's a part of... Partially, the, the the top looks nice. I mean, I I'll I'll give them. I love Jack Flaherty, and I'll put him up against anybody. Really, I have him in my top ten. I think, uh, or just outside of it in my in my uh, rankings. Um, actually, I can tell you where I have I have number eight. So, you know what? Like, I All think right, a, a live tip. reveal. <laughs> How about that? You know. <laughs> but um, but you know, behind him, uh, Kim actually uh, really popped. I have a, a stuff number, and apparently his stuff. Uh, ranks highly, even though strikeout rate was not there last year. So I think Kim is kind of underrated. And I think Wainwright is underrated. Like, he, 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 like, it's not stuff in terms of a radar gun, but it, it is stuff in terms of uh, vertical movement. That curveball still, and I don't think he can be as effective at 90. He does not have good command, and he really used to be a 95 guy. So now you have Carlos Martinez as a, as a, as a possible problem. I think his best spot is in the in the bullpen already. You have miles out. Uh, I don't think Oviedo is ready. You're going to maybe start the season with Gant and Ponce in the rotation, and then your depth is already shot. And, And Teams use six to seven starters heavily in a given season, and they use 10 starters on average in a season. So they have to kind of get a little lucky and get a lot of health out of that rotation.
2: We're talking to SARS here on one ESPN. I'm, I'm glad you brought up Carlos Martinez because he's the guy that I have focused a lot on today. Um, he, I think he's got the most pressure on him of any of these guys that we've talked about. I feel really good about the top three. I think they're going to go with one or one of John Gant or Ponce as their fifth starter. I actually think they've basically locked in on Carlos Martinez as that fourth starter right now. Eno. you mentioned he was sitting at 90 to 91 yesterday. Is that something that in your experience can he bump up from that prior to the season or how much wiggle room is there for him ramping up between now and I guess a month from now whenever he's officially going as fourth or fifth starter for them.
0: You know, on, this is it's hard to speak because you're talking about like on average, right? Like all sure. pitchers. He's obviously different. He's had, you know, large swings up and down himself. So it's possible there's more in there, but on average you might get a tick uh, from the beginning of spring training to the end, so one mile an hour. And then there might be another sort of half mile to a mile by August is kind of when velocity is peak. I mean, if you give him both of those ticks, he's 92, and uh, that was the worst we've seen him in the past. So I, I kind of think um, the Vlo just isn't there, and I, don't, and, I, and I don't know why. It doesn't seem like he's um, kept up his arm care routines. Um, and uh, and I think that uh, it's going to be I think it's going to be an issue. I think he's he's going to have some struggles out of that spot. You know, obviously he had a good start the other day, and he was like the first Cardinals starting pitcher to get through the first. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, and I, he does have good movement on his pitches, so it's possible. But he's just not a command artist. And when you, when you're not a command artist and you drop from ninety five down to ninety two, it's, it's it's a big deal. And also, there's kind of a shelf. At 94, you know, from 90 to 94, big changes, like changes within there is not as big a deal as being above 94 um, or below 90. And if he's going to be if he's going to go from the last time he was starting being kind of 94 plus to being, you know, in the 90s, that's going to be a big deal.
1: You, know, you mentioned the two guys that are, are kind of the the favorites, I guess, for lack of a better word, uh, for that fifth spot between Ponce de Leon and John Gant. You've seen both guys. Cardinals fans have seen both guys. Who do you like better as that option in terms of a fifth starter? Would it be Ponce or would it be John Gantt? I thought it would be Ponce just because I thought that Ponce uh,
0: maybe had more recent uh, Um, I'm kind of looking at it right now just to see what I've got, see if I'm wrong. I guess, uh, yeah, Ponce had like 140 so innings in 2019 um, and when was the last time John Gantt was a starter? Uh, He had 2018 I think was the last time that he was significant. Yeah, so I would would think that Ponce would be ahead just because he has more innings. Now, maybe if um, maybe Ponce Replaces Martinez if Martinez goes to the bullpen because that seems like a long-term deal, and maybe Gant uh, replaces uh, Michaelis because that they hope it's a short-term deal. Uh, but um, so I think that's some 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 part of that that is the is the kind of the thinking they'll go through uh, because I don't think that Gant has enough innings to be a starter all year. I think Ponce could be closer to that. We're talking to Enos, Gant has a has a starters arsenal though. I mean, if you want to be honest, it, it is a he has like a four or five pitch arsenal. So, you know, he could be a starter. Yeah. And Ponce really
2: doesn't, he, he kind of uses for the most part two, maybe three pitches. And that, I think that's probably the concern for most Cardinals fans is just how reliant Ponce has been in the past with his fastball. How, how much of a concern would that be for you? Cause he's been a guy that's really picking up that pitch count and struggles to get through four or five innings as a starter.
0: Yeah, I think that's the poor command. Um, But what I did see out of him last year that makes me think that he could be a starter is his curveball really took a step forward. Um, His curveball was a lot better last year. And um, what I've seen in the spring, I like the curveball. So I'll give him three pitches. I'll give him three pitches. To me, it's the command that's the big issue. Um, And I was maybe, you know, since the curveball kind of changed shape last year, I was hoping that maybe with an off season of practice with it and just a little more time with it, that he would improve his command. But I don't know that he's been a plus command guy um, at any point in his career. So he may just not have great fastball command. And that's, that's just going to run up pitch counts. It's going uh, to get you out of there in the fourth or fifth. Um, But other teams have found ways to simplify the game plan for guys with uh, lesser lesser command or uh, just to use the bullpen heavily on those days. Get them out there quicker.
2: You know, the guy that Cardinals fans have been absolutely thrilled is finally healthy this offseason is Alex Reyes from looks tremendous so far in spring training. He's like the one Cardinals pitcher not named Adam Wainwright. That's been really good so far. And yesterday we got the news that he's going to be a reliever at the very least to start the year this year. And the Cardinals are talking about maybe right around 100 innings is what they're kind of targeting for him. I am curious in your experience for these guys, like if, if I tell you at the beginning of the year, hey, they're going to have 100 innings to be able to play with what do you think is the best way to ration that out? Like, do do you go with the multi inning reliever? That's kind of in, extinct in baseball for the most part now, or do you consider like the first half of the season being a reliever and then second, the snap How, what do you think is the best way to divvy that out for the Cardinals with a guy like Alex Reyes?
0: Well, uh, you know, it's funny. I think it just goes right hand in hand with what we were just talking about with Gant and Ponce. So, if Gant and Ponce are both in the rotation or if either of them is in the rotation, you're not expecting them to go deep in games. Neither of them has sort of built that stamina or or shown that ability in in the last two years. So, um, you know, Reyes, then the the struggle is that you want to keep Reyes a little bit stretched out so that if there is a chance that he's useful as a starter in the second half, which I, I still think he's got that sort of golden upside of being a very good starter if you if you want to try him as a starter in the second half, you can't be pitching him you know two or three outs at a time in the first half of the season. So the, the good news is uh, there could be a hand in the glove here where Reyes is the kind of piggyback starter where he comes in on Ponce and Gant days um, to give them those two three innings they need. And so you might see really good relief and, and there might be people saying nah, make make him a reliever, we want him in there every day and we need him as a setup guy um, but if they have the patience to, to get him in there you know, every few days for two innings, um, that's going to keep him closer to getting there as a starter in the and long term. And, and for what it's worth, I think the, the Cardinals' bullpen is decent. You know, I, I think that they don't necessarily need to, to uh, rush him in there because uh, uh looks good and, and is ready to go as the closer. Uh, I like Helsley um you know Andrew Miller and Gallegos are are capable guys Genesis Cabrera looks good so you know if you've got those if you've got that group of relievers you don't have the pressure on Reyes to 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 be the closer be the setup guy so I would use him two innings at a time and and get to the get to the bullpen with him
1: you know my final question for you Reyes looking at the the near future of of next season do you see this guy as a potential top starter for the Cardinals still
0: I do, and um, you know he's got the same problem as Ponce. Though I mean, the command is, you know, even when he's going well, the command isn't, isn't amazing. But the one thing about Reyes that I think ne- not, that, that Ponce doesn't necessarily have is the ability to stuff his way through that. Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. there are guys, there are guys in the big leagues who don't have amazing command, but just have just outstanding stuff. I think of a guy like Tyler Glass now. You know, and you just keep it simple and you tell them, man, you move so much and you throw 97 and, you know, all this stuff is so nasty. Just kind of aim towards the middle of the plate, you know, mix up your pitches well and and you'll you'll find some success. So um, I, I still see that as an opportunity for Reyes in the future.
2: He's Eno Saris, for my money, one of the best baseball writers, especially on pitching and in the land. You can find his work over at The Athletic. Follow him on Twitter at his name, Eno Saris, S-A-R-R-I-S. Eno, always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. All the best to you, and we'll talk with you again soon.
0: All right, thanks a lot.